is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hey guys, before you get into the show, we have a great idea. You should order some booze and get it delivered to you to drink while you listen. Whoa, that is awesome. How do I do that? Saucy is beer, wine, spirits ordered online and delivered directly to your door. What? Alcohol delivery in 30 minutes? Get out of town, Ellen. So many things. So Tens many of things. Of pro- that says 10,000 products. That's insane. That's crazy. I mean, they, they have prices. You can beer, order craft beer, wine, spirits, mixers, ice. You can get ice. Oh, they even have a mobile app. You can get Fritos, too. Fritos? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I would order the Ravenswood and the Fritos. Yeah, I would do that. Oh, I like the Underwood uh, can rosé. Yeah, they have rosé all day. Free delivery, guys. It's crazy. And uh, in 30 minutes, or you can schedule it, too. Yeah, you can do that, too. So if you want to get 10% off on your order, and I think that's every time, right? I do believe. You can go to boardwalkaudio.com forward slash saucy. And that's S-A-U-C-E-Y. Saucy. Get saucy. And uh, <laughs> drink with us. <laughs> yeah, we're about to drink. You should have a glass with us. Yeah. Yay. Reach out. I just drink wine. Um, okay. All right. Are we ready, Everybody Zig? Ready? <gasps> Welcome, Welcome to, to the wine situation. Fen. Mm. <laughs> There was a lot of extra ends in that. We added a lot of ends. Situation. Well, I, I said fen. You said fen? Actually, like end. Like, oh, like, like at the fe- end of Oh, her, like en français. Oh, allons, très chic. Oh, mademoiselle. We are here to tell you about the vin. Hi, guys. This is the wine situation, the show where we talk about wines and They go wines. with wines. Yes. Wines with H's and wines without. I'm Sean Buckles. I am your wine whisperer. I'm going to talk to you in a very smooth, calming tone, and I'm going to find the right wine for your wine. <laughs> <laughs> I was mesmerized. No, I was just going I'm like, Ellen Clifford. I'm. You gave me a nickname last show. I'm Mistress something. Oh, Miss... Master... Oh, Mademoiselle Palette. I am Mademoiselle Palette. Well, I called you Master Palette. And, and I was like, like going to be Mistress Palette. Yeah, I want to be Mistress Palette. I've always wanted to be a mistress with a whip. But I was thinking, oh, because yeah, you're, you're goth. A wine whip, yes. Yeah, you're keeping an S&M. Uh, no, but I was saying it. like master palette. Right, like, no. You are the palette master, not like, you know, yeah, I, non-denominational I understand. Palette. I understand. <laughs> it's it's the like bad feminist in me that's like, ooh, I want to be a master's palette. Like I, I don't, I'm not offended if people want to call me an actress instead of an actor. I don't care. Yeah. Maybe I should though. No, you can bring the extra feminine energy. I'm like, I don't need to be a master taster. It. That's for men, I am going to own my femininity. A mistress. And be a mistress palette. Can we be a mistress? A mistress. I made that word up. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, it's You're 2018. Welcome, America. I can be a mistress. Mistress. But not a mattress. <laughs> but not a. <laughs> don't. Don't treat me like a mat- mattress. Yeah. <laughs> um, not in 2018, you guys. So we're super qualified to do this because he is the wine whisperer. I am the mistress palette. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, uh, I've, um, I've passed. Passed, passed. I passed the uh, quartermaster's test. I've also helped open Barcovel and um, worked with Gregory Condes Wines. I love that we're like pimping our own selves. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck, I'm just going to pimp my own self. Fuck it. Like, take the power. I have an advanced W set degree and I got the best score in our quartermaster's class. So that's my pimping of my own. Ellen was valedictorian. And I write about wine and food in various forms and places. Occasionally for money. Not recently, though, sadly. Someone pay Ellen to write about wine because she's really effing good at it. 
Thank you. <laughs> I like how you said fucking and I said effing. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to um, stop editing myself this year. This is the year I'm going to stop editing. Anyway, uh, should we get into yeah, our... Yeah, let's do our next uh, segment, the Grape of the Week. Grape of the Week. Grape of Thrones! Oh, oh yeah. As <laughs> no, Ellen calls it, Grape of Thrones. I'll forget about this by next time we record. Don't worry. Torontes. 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 What is Torontes? Well, it's a thick-skinned grape from uh, Argentina that likes sandy soil. Is it white or red? It's white. It's a white wine from Argentina? Yes. That's amazing. Most known, best known for growing in Cafayate, which is in Salta, which has extremely high elevation, so it gets uh, very minerally and cool and crisp. Mm. There's three types of the Torontes grape, but the most well-known and respected is Torontes Riojana. That's right. Which is a crossing of Musket of Alexandria and Criola Chica, also known as the Mission Grape. Ooh. Which is, is that red? That's red. Also yeah, known as yeah, Pais. Is. And, Pais is, it's a yeah, light, it's a light red. Yeah. I love it when our research like matches up. Yes. <laughs> I don't have to like say anything else because I was like, oh great, I was going to say the same uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's also like super aromatic. It's very aromatic. We it, had someone ruin it. <laughs> I love Torontes. I used to love Torontes, you it, guys. It can be very floral and very uh, like spicy and mm-hmm. it's dry. But we had in our court master's class, someone described it. And actually, I, yeah. It was a master psalm who described it as shaped soap. Shapes like shave soap potpourri. Yeah. Like in your grandma's bathroom. Yes. And literally ever He's since so he said it, I was right. like I put the glass down, I was like, I will never drink Toronto's again. I'm drinking my grandma's soap. It literally ruined it for me. I, was I like, know. I'm drinking grandma's soap. I haven't soap had right one now. since that I haven't yeah, thought I, of and that. Then, and my my stomach turns even talking about it. And like uh. Other things they it's called terrible. it in the court masters looking on the Guildsom site, they they refer to it as synthetic grape, tropical ripe citrus, highly floral, perfumed, shaped soaps. Did they really uh, say it on the Guildsom site? I have that in my notes. I think oh, that was of, on there. That's because yeah. of Ryan or whatever his name was. I don't was. remember who it was. It wasn't our friend, sir. It's always a Ryan. Ugh. <laughs> uh, pair it with spicy food. Pair yeah. it with anything you pair it like uh, with some good Indian food. Or it's also like a great bargain Thai wine, guys. Food. You can usually find it for a good deal. I really did love a Torontes, and yeah. I have not. I mean, at some point, we'll get over this hurdle. One day, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> Fuck you, Ryan. We're just going to call him Ryan for ro- ruining Torontes for us. All Ryan's. But hand soap apparently is delicious. If so, if you like drinking hand soap, guys, mm. if you like drinking your grandma's hand soap, the last get on down two. to Argentina and pour yourself a full glass of Torontes. You know, really, it's floral, like in in good ways. Yeah, we got to get past this hurdle, Sean, and we have One to get day. past our Pinot. Like this this week, both things we recorded this. Not that we record two things in a row. Never, we would never do that. We would never sound like we're disparaging a wine. Cause never, we have to give them a chance. Always. <laughs> Lies. Lies. Anyway, so that's Torontes, guys, Torontes. from Argentina. Try it. This week's Grape of the Week. Bum, ba, dum, bum. Grape of Thrones. I just like doing that. I just like doing the trumpet. That's really good. I like doing mouth trumpet. I'm jealous you can do that. I can't do it it for very long. (laughs) I can only do it for like four notes. You are the, what's his name? Oh, from Police Academy? Yeah. Uh, Carl Weathers? No. No. (laughs) What? (laughs) 
That our guest is shaking her head because like, she knows no. I... Let's introduce our guest. Yeah, go ahead. We'll, we'll Intro the guest. It. Well, she hosts a amazing podcast amazing. called Throwing Shade. She wrote a book that I very much want to read called Feminasty, The Complicated Woman's Guide to Drinking Without uh, Drinking Herself to Death, which we could use on this podcast, clearly. It's complicated. Uh, she's written so many things. She's on all the social medias as Gibblertron. We have Erin Gibson, and I'm so Hi. excited that you're here. Yeah. I wanted to say so much while you guys were introducing that grape because I like weird descriptions of wine like that. Like, yeah. that made me want to drink it. Oh, okay. Grandma's potpourri. We are all going. I'm not joking. I, I was like, yeah. that's refreshing, and I know what that tastes like because everyone's been a toddler, and you just put it right in your mouth. Uh-huh. Oh. It could bring you back to a place. It smells good. That's a way to think of it. Mm-hmm. It smells good. Why don't put it in your mouth? Uh, when I go to the cheese store that I go to, which is Monsieur Marcel, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Farmer's Market. In the Farmer's Market, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always say the same thing. I say, I would like whatever cheese you have this week that smells like ballet slippers. I want the stanky cheese. I want the feet. I want the footiest (laughs) cheese. Now, I like footy cheese. I can get behind you on footy cheese. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, the way he said it, like, it really Was he trying to disparage it? it, Yes. He was shading it, for sure. like, excitingly, like, look at this amazing description that... No, 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 no. He was like, this wine's garbage because X. It kind of makes me want to drink it even more, really. I know, I should support it more, but... I don't think I've had it since we... Maybe I've had it, like, once, and... But, yeah, we we gotta get back on Why is it so perfumey? Is it... Just the grape. Just the grape. It's It's just how it is. It's just what it does. Just how it is. It's yeah. the magic of like Gewurztraminer. <laughs> if you've ever had that, are oh, you not a wine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Uh, my they, my they husband's be, Italian, they so can be I very flowery. Now know a lot about wine. Yeah, and neither of us can really drink it anymore. <laughs> Which I'm sure you were going to get into that. We, right. we were, yeah, but, but why didn't? Oh yeah. Yeah, what, you want to get into your wine, us, and then we can drink. Uh, what well, we're I love drink. Beaujolais. I love. Um, I, I'll tell you. I'll be honest with you. I'm a label person. <laughs> Because oh, I like all kinds the of wine wines. I don't like super sweet wines, but I'll definitely drink anything that's not like a really like some Muscadet. I can't musket. No Muscadet, or, or like the white the white Muscadet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't do it. Surely too too sweet. I if it's if it tastes like candy, I'm not into it. I think you're thinking of musket. Maybe it's I called could mu- be. it's called Muscadet. Oh, okay. What, what I mean, I could be wrong. Well, Muscadet is the wine that's from the place, which is like Western Loire Valley. Oh, right. And Malone yeah. de Bourgogne is the name of the grape that they put in oh, Muscadet. Oh, I but see. But Muscat is also very perfumey and kind of sweet. It's, it's I can to... do perfumey, but I can't do sweet. Okay, so it's probably okay. Muscat. So I go to I go to two wine places. I go to Lou. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Love Lou. And I go to um, Domain. Oh, yeah. And I go right into Domain, and I say, what's what's your best labels? And there we go. <laughs> what's the best? <laughs> and they go, here you go. And they go, here you go. I don't buy any wine over $20. Oh, that's ever. good. Have you been to Vinovore? No, where's that? Oh, yeah. Vinovore is on Virgil. It's like a new spot that just opened, like right behind Thank Squirrel. You. Yeah. Oh, right behind Squirrel. Yeah. Oh, I'll go. So it's on like Hoover. I'm sorry, Hoover. If oh, I yeah, want to drink the woman wine, one, right? Yeah, the, it, it's all yeah. female oh, yeah. winemakers and all it's female great. owned. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds exactly like what I want to go. You, yeah, you should you go should to go there. Friday and Saturday, I can drink wine. They're super cool. They'll talk to you about everything. Into yeah. it. Yeah. There, I went to the Women's March last Saturday, and there was a p- after party at this place called the Residency. Oh, oh that's that. I'm doing oh, a play wait, there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you I, are. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing a play there once a month. Yeah, at the bar they, they have, yeah. on that the stage. They have, stage. De- they have decent great. wine there yeah. too. <laughs> it's crazy. When I walked in, I was like, "This is a great place to do a little intimate like show." Yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing. They had all female. Oh, nice. Distill or whatever you call it. 
uh, distilleries that were oh. making vodka and gin, and so they were um, serving all those drinks and donating oh, cool. a percentage of the proceeds to Planned Parenthood, which oh. I thought was great. That's I love. Fantastic. I think there, we need to um, promote more female and uh, minority wineries, wineries. Yes. and uh, distilleries yeah. and breweries. And yeah, because it's still out. such a boys' game. Like like at our, our court masters, it was all mess. Like mo- there's twenty. It's all men. Like there's like 26 now female masters psalms in the world, and there's a hundred and something men. It's frustrating. Yeah. So yes, I'm with you on that. Let's cheers it. Oh, you cheers. were, were going to explain your wine. Explain your wine. Explain like why we're drinking. What like, we're drinking. We're drinking yeah. Campari, which is what oh. I call uh, what a yacht widow would drink. <laughs> a yacht. Mm-hmm. So wait, is this yacht widow on the yacht or? She has a yacht and no husband. Oh, and we don't right. know how the husband disappeared. Yeah. I drink Campari by myself at home. So. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite drink. It also, I have... Oh, I love it. Do you want to get really interesting? Oh, God, this yeah. is so good. My family has uh, chronic digestive problems. My oh. sister has Crohn's. My grandfather has colitis. Like, it just is like, if you if you got intestines in my family, you got problems. <laughs> I don't know. It just makes my stomach feel good, too. It's an aperitif. Yeah. 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 So, it's feel, it tastes like medicine. It tastes straight up like Robitussin to me. Mm-hmm. And the most, I love it in so the, much. It's the, so bitter and so like, ugh, I love like it so much. It's like something your grandma would give you. So what did you want to whine about? Well, I just, we found a way to, it actually pairs well. The fact that we're drinking this pairs so well with what you wanted to whine about. Oh yeah, because I'm like really obsessed lately with people being different in real life than they are on Instagram or Twitter and basically being disappointing in a sense right. of oh, meeting somebody and being yeah. like, Oh, you seem like you're like this quippy, fast-paced person on the internet, and then you meet them, and you're like, "Oh, it takes five thousand years for you to complete a sentence." Yeah, yeah. it's like oh, talking to yeah. a block of wood. Yeah, yeah. I started noticing it um, <laughs> when you know talking to wood people. Yeah, people right, right. blocks of wood. They, um, my childhood guys, stop. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, you poor thing. Mm. Only talking Only to my wooden dolls. Wood. Yeah, she grew up in a forest. <laughs> That's so. Sustainable. I mean, really good for you. We actually literally did play with blocks a lot in my house because my dad would make it's, things in the shop and we'd have all these random Swedish. block things and we'd pull shit. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's what it made me You think understand of. that that's snobbish now. What is it? Yes. How, wait, what do you mean? Not having plastic toys, only having wooden toys. Oh. Well, they're, I was, they're expensive. Yeah. So. Wood, like wood blocks are more expensive than plastic toys. And that's my mm. baby gift to everybody. I buy them um, Waldorf school But these were toys. scraps. Yeah. <laughs> but we're were they sanded? Um, <laughs> I'm trying to get down to like he didn't just throw you like splintered wood and just said deal with it. Um, I don't know your dad. Maybe yeah. he did. <laughs> yeah, I mean scraps. I feel like some of them were like legit scraps. Can you use a table saw? <laughs> I cannot. Okay, I should curious. be able to. I can't. I can't. With a guard, with a guard on, anybody can do it. That's really. probably true. I believe it. Yeah. I, I should. I wish. I <laughs> wish I had that power because I needed How to much saw some two by fours at Home Depot recently, and I stared at that saw for a while, and then I was like, I'm gonna get the professional to do this because I'm accident prone. I don't think prone. they let you do that. Do they? I, they have all these instructions on your no. own. No, they won't let you. I okay. tried the other day. Yeah, they wouldn't. They, let why me. do they have all these instructions out about it though? Is that just for their uh, anyway, I found someone else know. to do it, but I wished I I'm had that I'm fairly power. sure it's a liability for them because someone Probably. will saw their hand off. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure. That would be me. I would do that. I'm accident prone. <laughs> Just trust me on this. <laughs> um, Trusted. Um, believe me. I cannot wait to see what you do. Are you going to slam your head into that microphone cover? (laughs) I just grab the bottle of Campari and dump it on my head. I'm like, I'm so accident prone. I don't know what I'm doing. It sounds like you're forcing it. It really sounds like you're forcing it. It seems like you're just doing it on purpose. It's for the Instagram, guys. It's for the Instagram. Yes. Okay. So Uh, there was this blogger 
I had this period where I went, I basically unfollowed everybody on my Instagram and only followed design blogs because mm-hmm. I wanted my Instagram to be people who were doing something aesthetically creative yeah. and not people just like talking about like the commercial that they just shot, which mm. fine. I'm glad people do that, but like, I don't want to see 80,000 versions of that on my feed. Right. It's just not interesting, you know? And it was boring, and I was just like, I don't care, I don't care. So I started following all these designers and all these furniture makers. And oh, I love fo- following jewelry. Oh, jewelry, jewelry yeah. yeah. Po- anybody, pottery, whatever. And there was a woman who, in the M. Hen- do you know M. Henderson? No. She is a big time design blogger and like basically her site is amazing you can go on there and be like how far do i need to hang curtain rods from the frame and she's like six inches this way like she she got everything figured out out. she's like an encyclopedia of how to do everything right in your house (laughs) so this was a woman in that kind of arena and she you know has a very defined aesthetic and all this stuff so anyway she was took a picture of herself this was during um the last hurricane in houston which is where i'm from Oh, cool. So I was getting texts from my sister of her street filling up and <coughs> essentially like getting closer to her door, getting closer yeah. to her, the torrential downpour. Is my dad okay? And it was it was really scary. Yeah. And at the same time, she posted a picture of herself in a bathtub looking out the window, like from the back, like, you know, in this beautiful bathroom that just was open and had windows everywhere. And it was just like just feeling that the power of water and nature. And she and she was posting it from Dallas. Whoa. And I was so angry. Yeah. That's obnoxious. So I put a picture of her post with the caption and then my sister's text to me and her thing. And I was like, everybody needs to be real about who they are on social media because this is fucked up. Like, I'm glad she told me. I thought she was just some cool designer, but apparently she's just an out-of-touch asshole. Yeah. That would be like us uh, posting pictures of ourselves from downtown L.A. in front of a candle, like, really feeling the power of the wildfires right now. Like, well, it's also yeah. you realize, like, like, like what a full-time job, like, creating this uh, alternate persona is. And some That's people not get, real. It's not real. Yeah. And some people are so lost in that persona. And I'm, yeah. I get really suspicious now people that have a lot of posts and a lot when of like stylized posts cura- and it looks like super curated that's all and i'm doing. like this is fake like yeah. literally like a fake person that person does, does not exist yeah i signed up for this this program that essentially what they would do they would help you like market your brand or whatever right because i was getting super burned out by posting stuff but you know because of what i do i feel yeah, like i gotta. have to keep feeding that machine which i mean do i really no i could probably log off but Right. I have like I enjoy I have, seeing your things. Oh, thanks. So. And also like now it's part of the business like when you go pitch a TV show they want to know your social media they numbers. Do. And that's just the way it is now. So I hired this group this company who will photoshop your pictures and change the background out and like <gasps> make you look younger and all this stuff and you tell them what you want to do. So I like whatever I took a picture of let's say I took a picture of like myself oh i took a picture of ollie in ireland and i had them like tweak all the colors and make the greens really pop and all this stuff and it's a monthly subscription and i realized that none of the pictures look like anything i would post i mean my feed was starting to look polished but it didn't look funny and i felt like it was starting to look really fake yeah and then they want you to use all these hashtags and all this stuff like living your truth and like podcasting for (laughs) life and all this shit and i was doing it and i was like this feels awful yeah. yeah i'd rather just write funny captions and who gives mm-hmm. a fuck about the picture and so when i when i basically called them to cancel they were like they didn't understand like why would you they had no and so i just realized like half of these people aren't even like they're fake online but then they're like double fake because their fakeness is getting filtered through a third party who's then re right. their whole outward 
persona and then feeding it back to that person who's then putting it on their Instagram. It was just like so many fucked up layers of like Instagram inception. Super, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. So like, who's like the fucked up person there? Is it the pe- people generating the content? Like the middleman right yeah. there? Or is it the actual person who's doing it? But then who are the people that are actually making that content? And like, what's their perception? Right. Like, what's their feed look like? How much do they believe what they're making? Like, yeah. Yeah. It feels it's so, so rotten. Yeah. It just feels so rotten. And it just is a bummer because like, you know, there's people who you can really admire and you like their writing and you like their stuff. And like, there's a person I follow on on Twitter who I then met in real life and I was like, oh, you're awful to be around. Yeah. I don't want to be around you. And just, I love everything yeah. you write and I cannot stand you. It's just so weird. Like there's such this movement towards like farm to table, like really artisan things, handmade things, but yet it's being fed through this filter that is so artifice. Did you guys and see so, Ingrid like, Goes at the West? Same time, it's, I didn't see it. I heard I, it. I know I need to see it. I know I, oh, I need so to good. see that. But, it's but like, that's it's, what that's basically about, yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh Ingrid Goes West for it's Aubrey Plaza, she and uh Elizabeth Olsen. Mm-hmm. So good and so much like it's just you watch it and you're like, Yeah, that's like too true. She like, pretends to be somebody else to because she's she, obsessed with this Instagram right. star. She meets her, she kind of like also becomes it's yeah part it's, of her crew or whatever or like yeah, yeah yeah it's it's good yeah check it out yeah i'm into it but i like i think in real life especially in like entertainment in la like authenticity gets you very far so then to i think it like you know the more honest you are about who you are and you present that to people people react to that right they can i think people are really good at sensing like when you're like putting on airs or like yeah being like no, I'm just a country girl from Texas, and I don't know nothing about nothing. And people are like, no. No, you yeah. know what you're talking about. The exhausting about, yeah. thing is, like, actually putting it out in a way people find, though, that makes sense. Like what, putting your personality out there? Yeah, or just, like, being your self and... Uh, not filtering your own self? Not filtering no your own self, intended. but... Like, oh, filters. Uh yeah. Hashtag filter. Hashtag filter, Hashtag filter. filter for all the all your Hollywood needs. <laughs> but like you can be yourself all you want and nobody's watching and we're like fed this thing like you need to figure out a way to get people hooked or something. Well, it's mm-hmm. super hard for I think it's super hard for anybody who's not like a white straight man because all of your life yeah. someone's telling you to like don't be don't be so feminine. Don't be so right. masculine. Don't be so loud. Right. Be, you know. Don't when, be so fey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and as yeah. a gay man, too, you're like, you know, be more straight acting. Like, don't be like this. Don't be like, you know, like, watch like this. Like, make sure you watch this sports thing and make sure you know how to talk about this thing. And like, but I don't it's, care. No, you but don't that's care. that's not me. But then you yeah. have I want to, you know, I want to fucking sit and put my feet in a foot spa and listen to Les Mis. What mm. kind of foot spa? Uh, mm. Just like a home foot spa. With, with like, like bubbles and stuff? Yeah, with like some like little Epsom salts I just oh. put it on. Well, you're, a f- you're, you're on your feet a lot. No, no, no. No? No, this is when I was 12 years old. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So no. you understood luxury at a very young age. Yeah. yeah. I, actually, it was 11, I think. You know, I got, I got Les Mis, the double disc Aww. set, and I would sit and put, you know, I was exhausted at 11. I of was course. like, I, you know, fifth grade was rough. And it's exhausting not being yourself. It true. is. It's exhausting. Were you? Did you feel like you were like not? You were always like sixty percent or something. And when you were growing up, or were your parents pretty okay with everything? Uh, I mean, like when I finally was like coming out, I was not really living with my parents. It's a very long story. I have a crazy childhood, so it's kind of I don't want to get into it. It's okay. <laughs> it's too complicated. It's okay. But uh, yeah, so I mean, I never really had that like teenage years of like feeling like I wasn't living my truth because mm-hmm. I was. I just wasn't living it 
in my house. I was living it with friends. Right. So, like, it was really fun. I partied a lot. But, like... I didn't quite realize, you know, the greater ramifications of that until I moved to Los Angeles, actually, and went to went to college. And I was all like, oh, most people didn't weren't like thrust into being adults at the like 13. Right. They were like they're just allowed now to be, be children or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So it was like this like different sort of like weird retroactive like homophobia that I never had dealt with mm. because I was like I was thrown into like being being a crazy punk kid in, in Northern California and just like, fuck it. I smoke cigarettes. I drink. I'm gay. I'm fucking care and we punk shows and like everyone's fucking everyone. It was fun. And then I was like, oh, this is not how most That's people not, grew up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, actually, Hollywood's really, like, homophobic. Oh, incredibly. Incredibly Still. homophobic. And I had to, like, learn that like, kind of, like, on the fly. And you kind of, like, have that intrinsic sense, I think, as a woman or as a gay man growing up. You're like, you can kind of read situations and people really quickly. And it, it quickly dawned on me. I was like, oh, people are, you know, like... Yeah, it's just, just a dumb story. I but, grew yeah. up in a really liberal neighborhood, and I had this impression that the whole world was very, like, and it was diverse, and, and that was a very rare part of St. Louis. And then I was shocked I, when I got older and started to, like, I just went to school at Wash U in St. Louis, and, like, I stepped foot on campus, and I'm like, holy fuck, St. Louis is conservative. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my I God, didn't yeah. Know. Oh, my God. Well. My mom lives in Donovan, which is in the Mark Twain National Forest. You wouldn't. No, where it, no one knows where it is, but it's in Missouri. Okay. Are you saying St. Louis, Missouri? I lived in like the city, of St. Right, Louis. Right, right. So I'm a terrible person who doesn't know the rest of my state. But when I went to St. Louis with her, I was like shocked because I thought St. Louis weirdly was some bastion, like liberal. The neighborhood Austin-ish. I'm from is mm-hmm. it is yeah. It's but most the of the city of- is pretty conservative, though. Yeah. Well, like Dave, well, the city Dave Holmes is tiny was for, from there, too. Yeah. And he was saying he grew up in a very different St. Louis. He, he grew up, oh, yeah. yeah. The actual city of St. Louis is very tiny, and I was from U City, which is like the odd liberal. Like, is that diversity. because it's by the university? Um, I don't think it is. It's just like the... It's called U City? University City. <laughs> okay, U- but university it's not... University City. It's, it's right not by near the university? It oh, is, it oh, is. Oh, I see. Okay. I think that's how it got U its name. U City. But it, it's pretty diverse and like pr- very liberal and a lot of like growing up there like hippies and like I was the minority at my school and like I just had this view of St. Louis being like that because that's like where I was. Of course. Yeah. And then I would meet people from the county and I'm like, but that's in the county. But then, yeah, I was just and then gradually as I got older, I'm like, oh, wait. This is a conservative city. (laughs) Surprise. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Not sorry about it. Sorry. Not sorry. Red state. Uh, (laughs) Deal with it. Deal with it. We're like super racist and we don't like women. So, Uh, And if you're gay, we don't even like acknowledge you as a person. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about like I went to Oklahoma with my friend and like and they were like. Where, Norman? Yeah. Outside of Norman. Yeah. And they're like, well, there's just not any gay people here. I'm like, yeah, because they all left. Yeah. Or they're (laughs) they're, all hiding. hiding. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and all the women just really like staying at home and, and not talking oh, much. Man, it's like, that's how, what? That's how Houston is. And it's like, well, it's not that. It, actually, in the last 10 years, it's gotten a lot better. We had, they had a lesbian mayor who had to come to, a lot, to California to get married. And, you know, they were doing some, they were, they were starting to do some interesting things down there. And then... They all got, they all got, they all got washed away. Washed away. <laughs> oh, so, so awful. The, it's the whole idea, but I mean, all this speaks to kind of my problem with, with social media, like with your, with going to college, you see instantly like, oh, this is how things really are. Yeah. And I feel like with social media, and I guess it's sort of like related to online dating and stuff, but like mm. 
everybody's being it's not even like I'm putting my best self forward it's like I'm putting a totally different person yeah. person forward yeah. yeah do you know who Brock O'Hearn is no. no he's like the Fabio of Instagram oh, okay no. I'm kind of obsessed with him because I don't know what his personality is he's got like four million followers and I could not tell you what he likes what he reads what movies he watches the whole thing is curated in this way that is like he's on a yacht and every time it's just he's thanking his fans he's in bed thanking his fans he's working out thanking his fans and it's just him it's just staged almost like romance novel style pictures of him yeah doing nothing well it's like these youtube stars that do the same thing like the ryan o'connell episode where ryan o'connell came on and you know whined about these youtube stars that basically are like these like twinks that are like oh i want to thank my fans and i want to thank you know x to exist underwear and it's like what but like why are people watching why are they getting millions of views like what i don't understand influencers i don't get it there just seems to be like i like have it have one thing you can do yeah right i would take a like sleight of hand card trick or i would take anything at this (laughs) point but he has nothing (laughs) yeah Nothing. Can you tie uh, he, a cherry stem in your mouth? Can you do anything? <laughs> can you walk backwards? Can you? I don't like. Give can me something. Yeah. Can you chew gum and walk? Can but you, like, can in, you clap? Can you clap? In the case of this guy Brock, like I joined this gym and then one day I was there and he was working out Ooh. and I was like, okay, Whoa. I'm gonna get to see like what kind of person he is. Like, yeah. he did not listen to oh, music. No. He was only taking pictures of himself working out. So it's just a, you it's guys. A human, he's a clone. He's that's what it feels yeah. like. Like he's just a um, he's a robot. He's a robot clone. What? Like, Apple is like working on their their robots, and this is the first one. So yeah. Well, you know he's they the just mo- cloned for, a chimpanzee. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. Yeah. yeah. Or a monkey, I think. Well, same thing. It's <laughs> is it? <laughs> no, it's I never understand. No. Bonobos. Chimpanzees are closest chimpanzees. to humans. Gorilla. Gorilla. Monkeys are second. There's like closest. apes versus. But where? Gor- who monkeys? are monkeys under? Chimpanzees. So it goes chimpanzees and a monkey's a type of chimpanzee. Yeah, Apes like are we're a like one point three percent genetic different. I took AP Bio. Okay, oh. <laughs> so I got schooled. There I just go. got schooled. Yeah, um, my uh, my friend's mom was like, "You should really take AP classes." I was like, "Oh fuck it." Uh, I guess story. I'm smart. Yeah. Fuck it, I guess I'm smart. Fuck oh. it. I was going to drop out of school. Um, that's a whole, that's a long story. Oh my goodness. Sorry, you got me thinking about that uh, Sorry, I, got, I put you back put in the Put me back in that time. Back in the past. Um, yeah, put me back in the past. Uh, when there was no Instagram. Yeah, thank uh. you, Kathy Pither, for making me stay in high school. Oh, that's a great name. That sounds like a lady who gets shit done. Oh, she fucking got shit done. She fucking put me in drama class, and she was like, you're not dropping out of school, you're going to stay in school, and you're going to do choir. Ooh, and she was going to be well-rounded. Yeah. Well, because choir was like so intense in my school. So if you did choir, Why? you had like no. show choir thing. Yeah, like there was like sub zero periods. You had to be there like six a.m. and then there was after school. So you were there from like six a.m. to like seven p.m. Yeah, it was like you were there the whole time. So she was like, like just be busy. Yeah. Oh, oh, she was so like she get, was like she getting, was, like, getting, getting me off you out of trouble. <laughs> I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind yeah, of yeah. basically, she's like, you don't need to be drinking beer and hanging out. I bet she drinks Campari now. She does. Wait, you had a point about Campari being related to the um. Yeah, to people so, being fake, and so, I and I do hope this is a in, but, this some kind of um. Before we no no no, <laughs> it's it's not. I mean, it's a. I drink Campari at home. Like I love it with ginger ale. Okay, oh, that's who I, love I am. Campari. That's kind of garbage, here, and I love it. Here's the thing: is Sean and I are like 
kind of wine people. <laughs> like people. seven yes. up. You basically drinking seven up a Campari. It's so good. It's well, also I don't doubt it. I put I'm a little sweet it. vermouth in too. But I'm gonna do this. This it's is a so great good. idea. So uh, before we remembered the fact that you were like, oh, I can't do wine right now we were thinking we're like oh what's the trendy thing if we're going to project ourselves as wine people on the internet we would put ourselves up there drinking orange wine because that's the super like oh, hip trendy cool thing. if we wanted to really be with the wine the wine erotic yeah the wine erotic. so we were like oh we should bring in an orange wine but then we, i remembered hip. oh she likes campari and i was like but the truth is I have yet to really get into the orange wine thing, and I would be much more happily. I was so happy, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, "No, yes, we are basic Campari bitches, and I fucking love it." And like, also, our Instagram is just full of wine, so like, so let's pop- we, so we actually can't wait to are put this just on. actually drinking Campari. Now, here. here's the thing: yeah. so that's the lie. It's that's the false. The it's the falsity. You guys, every episode of the wine situation, we're we just actually drink Campari. Just drinking Campari. Do people know that this there was a scandal with Campari? No, what about so scandal? Campari used the coloring? to be yes, yeah. Yeah. it used to be made out of bugs. Yeah. And vegans were like, well, excuse me. Anato, I think, uh, like, uh, yeah, originally a lot of things with red flavoring were made from bugs. But then oh, it's and I made out of com- red, red five, right? Isn't there like some other garbage mm, thing in it yeah. now? Something. Mm. Your phone. Oh my God, that's so exciting. Oh, shut up. Um, <laughs> now, I'm like, oh, here's the thing. Phone. I stopped drinking. Campari is the easiest thing to get, but I've moved on to Contrato. Oh, oh, sweet. Which yes. tastes, Good stuff. I think, a little better than Campari. It's a little sweeter. It's a little It's a little sweeter. But what I really love is that we're, we're, we're drinking Campari spritzes. We have Campari club soda with the thing of orange. We're not even drinking, like, the other really popular thing on Instagram right now is Aperol spritzes. And to me, Aperol is so, like, not as superior as Campari. No, oh, I have a question. But it's more popular. Yeah. Like- Do you guys know this? How well versed are you in spirits and stuff like and like pretty well? Pretty, okay, I'm gonna read you this thing because I saw this at a bar, and I need to know what the fuck it is. Okay, <laughs> they didn't even know what it was. But the bar didn't even know what it was. No, they had no Hilarious. idea. No one had ever had it. I was obsessed with spirits before I was obsessed with wine. So I'm... okay, let me pull up the name of this because okay. it has a really weird name. I mean, there's it has the so best label. <laughs> it has the best label. Let me see. Fell in love with um, the label. I'm trying. It takes but, a little bit for my Google Keep to load. Yeah, well, to the load it up. I'm just going to talk a little bit about Campari. Campari, oh, Bruto you guys. Americano. Yeah, oh, have you heard of that? Bruto Americano. Have you ever heard of Bruto Americano? Is it like another like vermouth? A, I'll pull up another picture, which is it great. Is made by Cochi Americano, one of the Americanos. Is it like a vermouth of some type or an amaro? Oh, it's probably an amaro. No it's probably a bitter Italian spirit of some type. Is a bitter Italian? There's a gajillion bitter. It's things. in a bottle that's about as big as the Campari. That might be a vermouth. You're thinking it might be an amaro, which is basically a. Is bitter. that an almond? It's amaro. Yeah, amaro. Basically, yeah. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. Campari has some cool, like, progressive history. Oh, it does? Yeah, they had all these, like, filmed commercials, and they had the first uh, commercial in, let me see, check my notes. Oh, in the late 90s, uh, Campari partners with Tarsim, a well-known Indian director for a commercial called Il Garafio, The Scratch, uh, that was the first ad to broach the subject of uh, lesbianism in Italy. And that was was a Campari thing. There's lesbians in Italy? Oh, my God. Two. (laughs) <laughs> and they found each other. They had to have a God. lot of Campari, and then they came <sighs> out on a... No. I'll say um, something. The Italians, though, it kind of doesn't shock me that they would do something like yeah. that. Yeah. The minute... Because still very homophobic culture. Mm-hmm. Much well, like the Spanish. 
all the gay men have to basically have sex with men that are dressed up in very like loose clothing as women. What? Are you talking about priests? Wait, no. what are you saying? <laughs> What? When I was in Milan, yes. like literally there was like a, a road to the airport and there were just like all these men, transvestites, very loosely dressed like women. I'm like, that's, these are totally all men. Like, yeah, but men pick them up because it's pretty oh. homophobic culture. Like, Got this it. is how are it's culturally serious? appropriate to have sex with men. Huh. Is to have sex with a man who's dressed like a woman. Yeah. That is shocking. Yeah. Um, no, no, this was probably like eight years ago, but still. still. Oh, please. Like, <laughs> shit changes slowly there. Yeah. We were looking at. We, okay, so you can buy a place really cheap in Italy. Like, Ale found a place that was like 10,000 euros, which yeah. is like $12,000. Wow. And um, with the idea that, like, one day we might live in Italy and wouldn't it be nice to live in a small town? And My friend's blah, blah. doing this. Yeah, he's redoing it. Oh, really? It. Yeah. Hello. Where? Um, outside the, uh, just uh, just out, outside of the Amalfi Coast. Oh, that's exactly where this place yeah. is. It's like an old castle. He's like redoing it, yeah. Fuck. Did he get that deal where you like buy it for a penny and then you just have to sign a contract where you in, you in, you invest you improve like, it? Yeah. No, I think it was a little bit more than that, but it's gorgeous, yeah. And living there full time? He's going to be living there. He's going to retire there. Oh Dang. my god. Yeah. But he's going to Airbnb it in the meantime. Anyway. That's exactly what I want to do. <laughs> do it. Can I have your friend's number? Yeah, Steve. Clima? Because the other problem is does he speak Italian? Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Because yeah. all I was like, look, here's the thing. When you go over there, and this is a point to the slowness, when we go over there and buy this thing, you have to be patient. I'm not a patient person. He's mm-hmm. like, you have to be patient because some places are run by the mob and blah, 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 blah. And you have to be like, this electrician might not come for three weeks. Yeah, exactly. Might not come for a year. Exactly. I mean, that sounds like working with contractors in Los Angeles. And yeah, no, it can be similar, but right? I think it's worse. Oh, brutal Ooh. Americano. Yeah, this looks like probably, oh, it's by St. George. So that's like... That's like a U.S. maker, right? St. George? Yeah. They make a lot of, like, gin. They do, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like my favorite label that I've seen in the last year. yeah, I think it's probably, it's under... Is it like an aperitif? It says, well, it's under the category of aperitifs, digestifs, and vermouths. So, yeah, I I think it's like an Amaro of some type. It looks like, I mean, it's deep colored. It looks looks like it's probably an Amaro, which would just be like a bitter herbal, like... What would you make with it? It's a bitter aperitif. It's it's basically what Campari is. So you just put it, make it a spritzer? It's the same thing, yeah. You just make everything a spritzer. You could, like, make a Negroni with this you can make oh. it like any sort of compare like you could swap it out for yeah. Campari and anything you could rinse a glass you can make a Manhattan with yeah. that yeah rinse a glass and then make the Manhattan but, in it yeah St. George does like those like or really sort of small batch gins oh yeah, exactly. yeah. I'm learning St. George makes some good yeah. gin oh yeah so just in case our listeners don't know what Campari is yeah. oh yeah sorry, sorry. It's, I got off. it's an infusion of bitter herbs aromatic plants and fruit in alcohol and water That's so not most, specific it's yeah. very not specific it's very secret it was invented in oh wait that was one of my questions no but i also found that they do use chinoto oranges and oh, okay. uh Lara bark which is like is it that flavor like those oh yeah two, don't like they the use the chincona mm-hmm. yeah which is used in a lot of but it's uh, also bitters and yeah. don't you feel so like how much time h- I spend hundreds too much of time. years making this recipe well since I don't know. 1904 1904 That's Campari when they started. Yeah, oh. the first production of Campari was 1904, and but don't you think it was some old grandma who'd like it was had like, it for years and years and years? Yeah. And it was passed down. Yeah, I'm Campari, sure. But it was probably his grandma. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was just Exploiting like avoiding grandma's recipes. I cook up these orange peels with this bark. Oh, it was invented a long time. But, but, but you know. no, they're <laughs> from you and I have a different year of invention. <laughs> 
But um, yeah. What and, do you have? And then and then you drink it. I have eighteen sixty. Oh, you do. I have nineteen oh four. For well, that was the, the Campari site said Gaspavi Campari invented it in eighteen sixty. He, he might not have marketed it till. Oh yeah, it's I'm probably sure. Just Fabi. I think. No? I think. I think mine said first production was nineteen oh four. Yeah, it was probably a family recipe. Yeah, they were just so making out was. of their bathtub. Mm-hmm. Probably. <laughs> And sure. they're like, this is fucking delicious. It's like I mean, any I organic would, matter they the can ferment. It's seriously not, my favorite spirit. Like, I always have this If you home. gave this to somebody, if you gave this to someone at my high school reunion, they would throw up. Oh, yeah. They would spit it out. Really? Yeah. I mean, you can't, I, I don't think you can just, no. like, go from, like, I drink box wine, I drink well, Miller Lite I, to this. Yeah. I was, ner- oh, so Christmas. It tastes weird. Yeah. Christmas I've break. Drank, I've I, drank many bottles of this with Brian's coffee. <laughs> That's who got me. That's he who got me addicted really? to it. We spent like uh, many, many of Palm Springs. We talked about it when he was on the show. We brought it up and mm. we're talking about it and like about how we just wanted oh. to drink. So thank I you. He got me on this whole train. And by the way, as I said earlier, it makes my stomach feel amazing. Yeah, and it doesn't keep me up at night. And you guys, you I got my family over. on it on you don't Christmas. Get drunk. You did. You don't get drunk. And you don't get fucked up and hung over. I my mean, mom you... wanted me to make cocktails for Christmas, and I was nervous. I was like, buy this thing called Campari. And I, the first night, they were like, Ellen, make us cocktails. And I made them uh, <laughs> Negroni. Yes. Do it. Pour more. Negroni cocktails. Um, I made uh, Negroni Spagliatos, which is, is uh, you replace the gin with champagne. And I was so nervous because I'm like, you guys, this is bitter. I don't know. It's my family in the midwest there and they all drank it down and like every night i was making something with negroni uh with negronis with negroni. something with campari for them so it's so good like you just have to find the right there way is to... something about it right there's something yeah so very refreshing delicious. so like yeah very delicious that's why um, i think it's it's a yacht widow drink because you're older yeah you I mean, can't really process no. alcohol the way you used to be able to but you need to sip on something you gotta yeah. have something in your hand yeah you look like a goof I just and, love and it has bitter... to be gorgeous yes it is is a beautiful it is a gorgeous color. Gorgeous color. It's like drinking diluted blood. <laughs> There's a cocktail that I made. Uh, this is like Campari blood from like Alexander. all 70s movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nice. Uh, <laughs> With this goblet of death, I decree <laughs> thee. <laughs> oh my God, that blood looks so fake. Oh my God. Can you believe people used to believe that was blood? And we were scared. <laughs> we were scared. <laughs> Uh, so orangey, so, so good. So orangey, so good. So bitter. I feel like so complaining bitter. about the internet now that I'm thinking about it is it's like complaining about Elvis Presley. Explain. In a way. What do you mean? Elaborate. Uh, when yeah, elaborate. you're like an adult in the third, it, wait, when did Elvis? 40s, mm-hmm. 50s. And you're like, I don't like Elvis Presley. The way he dances, the way he's loud. Gyrating. It makes me uncomfortable. I just don't like like, his music. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But like then it was like scandalous. Yeah, he was scandalous. Yeah. It does feel like that a little bit for me with the internet. I'm like, why is everybody lying all the time? We're not with the youth. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But I don't know if that's true because I don't think... think there's something Young people about, are on Instagram. There's something about authenticity, though, yeah. that I think will always shine through. And like that's what's so funny to me is that like there's this move towards being authentic, but yet also online, there's this move towards being completely inauthentic. Yeah. And there's going to have to be a, a, a bridge. Something's going to crumble, you know, and I really do think it's going to be guys, the I Internet the stuff. Because, authentically played with hold on, Alan, one second. <laughs> <laughs> You did. You did. You're like, hush. No, okay, go on. Ellen's like, I'm going to interrupt you right now. Sorry, go on. Um, I forgot the point I was going to make. No, oh, about when, when everything's going to come crashing down, when people are like, well, it's already, ha- look at something. There has to be a called- bridge. You said there has to be a bridge. But and look I'm at saying, like- I, think, I think in light of the Facebook stuff and everything that's happening in that way, like, 
people are going to realize that the internet is malleable and that people can use it to manipulate people and that's what's happening. You know what I mean? I hope so, but... I just wonder if that's happening. I hope it happens. Because children I think now I, I, I really do hope it happens. That's my watch, point. Watch, okay, where parents before would turn on the TV, now they're giving them YouTube, and yeah. they are they're not monitoring it, monitoring yeah. it, and oh. that's how someone like um, what's his name, Lucas, uh, Lucas Films. No, George Lucas, the guy who was, went to the suicide forest. No. Oh, uh, your name. friend Logan, Logan Paul, oh, Logan, Paul. Logan Paul. Yes, yeah. that's how. Yes. that's how someone like that like gets emboldened to go that far because yeah. he's got followers that are. Wait, you're friends with him? I I saw him at a party once. Okay, <laughs> and he but was they, like, they he was a, making they eyes had, at me they the had whole meaningful time. Eye contact, and I was like, what? Is he gay? No. Really? But I just don't know. I, 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 <laughs> sure, I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, why is this guy staring at me? He's like, you know who that is? I'm like, no. <laughs> and he's like, Did he have a Slocum? selfie stick? But he was, the selfie stick, the camera's pointed at him, and but he was looking at you. Is <laughs> it <laughs> like that? Through it all. He's still, he's being, a, he's flirting with you with his eyes, but he's videotaping <laughs> the whole but thing <laughs> with his iPhone. You're right. I was just a pawn in his Instagram game, oh. his Instagram story. It's so, that's what I mean. They just do stuff. Uh, my my point is is that I I just I do hope I hope it self implodes I hope it I hope totally, so yeah it totally goes away I hope it I don't know but I think people are being rewarded but, for being like oh my god like posing shirtless in front of the mirror they are, like, they are being I rewarded for it yeah but is it just like the next form of I mean things like magazines are going away things like that and they're like that's People used to read Teen Magazine, where it's all the fake like That's image. True. Is it we're just getting our imagery somewhere else? That's true. And we're being That's bombarded. True. By and we're being yeah. told it's truthful because it's a lot of like people have the means now to basically like do their home produced Teen Magazine of them being perfect. Yeah, of them paying another company to be like put my face, yeah. yeah, make me look like I'm at the fucking beach. It's just even like though a, I'm sitting in my living room, just like a glossy magazine. It's the same thing. It's true. That's interesting. I, I think I that it's the quantity yeah, that that's makes me upset. I hope it implodes because of the quantity. Well, the thing is, these sound terrible, but they're going to get old and people aren't going to care. No, they're... <laughs> Which okay. is sad, yeah. too, because I think it, like old people are the best and we all need to respect them. They're the best. Isabella Rossellini's back on, back on Lancome again. <laughs> Nobody cares but me. I care. And Isabella Rosalie so is back on Lancome. So she was Lancome spokeswoman for like 13 years. They uh, fired her when she was 43 because she was too old. Right. Uh, and now, they're, and like, now they're back because they have a female CEO. Uh-huh. That's right. Who was like, yeah. oh, and the way Isabella Rosalini tells the story, she's like, I was, uh, she she rode up on her motorcycle, took off her helmet and her blonde hair cascaded out of, across her shoulders. She looked at me and I said, what changed? And she said, everything. Oh. <laughs> like, that did not happen, but no, I hope it did. But that's delicious. Like, yeah. That's how she got the news. Oh, that she got her, oh my gosh. She got her, she's back on the spokeswoman train with Lancome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, on that note, we should get into the lightning round real quick. Ooh, lightning round. Isabella Rosalini is always your cue yeah. to get right she's into always light- the cue into, into getting the lightning round. <laughs> Asking questions. I don't do it as well as him. Sean, you really are the what's-his-face of these. <laughs> I still can't remember. It's He's Michael really good at- Winslow. Michael yes, you're, Winslow. you're Winslowing. <laughs> oh, Weathers, you're Winslowing. <laughs> Close. He's so good at it. Uh, Michael Winslow. So that was um, a helicopter exploding? Sure. Okay. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that was like a, a lightning crash. Into oh, a pond. Okay. Into a pond, what yeah. What was the... Yeah. 
That was the poem. Rain, raindrops. Oh, like uh, uh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that's what okay. the raindrops. Okay. So, and, you know, I, I'm, still, I'm still working on the kinks, guys. I'm still working on my reel. I was with you 100%. Uh, okay. I just misinterpreted every single noise. <laughs> Well then, the fault's on me. The fault's on me. No, fault's on me. My fault as an audience member for not opening my eyes. I'm owning it. I'm owning it. Um, First, oh shit, I can't. (laughs) What? Oh, it's a helicopter. See, yeah. I, well, I had that question, too, so high-five us. But uh, yeah. So, yeah, one of the questions was going to be when was Campari invented, and I have... Uh, I, well, I see, have... nobody wins this because... Oh, I, know, I have, a, I have another one, though. Okay. I, okay. Yeah, I have a few What more. is in a Negroni? The okay. ingredients. Ice. <laughs> Campari. Glass. Yes. But isn't it kind of... Um, it looks darker than this. Yes. It's equal parts of three things. Three Coca-Cola. Things. <laughs> They're all they're all a Yeah. Okay. Campari. What's dark? Um, one of them is light. One of them. Yeah, one the, of them is clear. Vermouth. Yes. Yes. Sweet vermouth. Sweet vermouth. And the other is like a classic. Cochi americano, preferably. <laughs> like a classic classic mix, spirit. Mixer. A classic spirit. One of the very basic clear basic spirits. spirits. Clear spirit. It's a gin. Yes. yes. The three ingredients. Well, why are they always like maroon? I don't know where you're drinking Negronis. Yeah. <laughs> Do I not know what a Negroni is? Also, that we we have to change the name. Yeah, you don't like the Negroni. I mean, I just feel like it's like it was Count Negroni. It was a count. It was, it was a, a count. count it's named out the family. Yeah. Well, this segues into my uh, other <laughs> you're like, I don't like questions. <laughs> it does feel comfortable. I love the I love the Hispanic ini. That's what it sounds <laughs> yeah. like to me. Oh no no no! It it's was, a last no, name. It was, it was okay, a last okay, name. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was gonna. One of my questions was going to be uh, name some other Campari cocktails, which the Negroni was one. But there's a few that are spinoffs. Well, the Negroni was sp- uh, spun off of one, and then. There's a lot of spinoffs. See if you know some other. I love you guys think I'm more complicated than (laughs) just straight up putting two things in a glass and then chugging it. Um, Okay, I'm going to just, I'm going to say there's probably a Campari that has a vodka, that's also mixed with vodka and maybe a grapefruit. Probably. Sure. And that's called a light and stormy. I love it. We're going to make one later tonight. Okay, I'm going to just admit, I don't know any, but I'm going to make some up. Yeah. Okay. Light and stormy. uh, Tan Halen. That's a Campari with a shot of uh, let's Tan see. Halen. Tan Halen. It's shot got of rock and roll. Rye, rye whiskey. Rye. Oh yeah, rye whiskey and a little bit. Um, what do you make um, white Russians with? Cream and milk. Yeah, creme yeah. de menthe. Yeah, and just and just like sweat out of like a, a yeah. shirt running out of a t-shirt. <laughs> and then um, just a straight up uh, hurricane. Uh huh. Which is. It's like every booze on earth. It's like, no. is that rock. what they are? It's just, it's well, just, that would be a Long Island yeah. iced tea. <laughs> it's just Campari every booze on earth. and so ice disgusting. and a long, tall, weird, bulbous glass. Wait, I a know. hurricane? Because they, they, they only serve it in the South, right? It's like they a had rum, them in Vegas. I was in oh, Vegas and everyone's like, I have a hurricane. There's like, Campari in those? I didn't know. I've no, never. I don't think I so. Do I do wish there were more tiki drinks with Campari because I do like tiki drinks. There's one called the Jungle Bird. Oh, and it has Campari in it? Yeah. Oh. It's very good. Jungle Bird? I think so. Yeah, I think I remember correctly. That's going to be my new tiki phase of concocting things. Did you know that the tiki tie is like where a lot of those drinks were invented? Tiki tea. 
Tiki yeah. Tai. Tiki Tea. Tiki Tai? We say the same. Tiki Tea. The place on Sunset. Yeah. Don the Beachcomber and like one other. And it's, yeah, it's all around here. Tiki was all invented here. Part of it had to do with like rum being imported. It always has to do with like what's cheap to import. It does? Yeah. Typically. Yeah, like Madeira when we were talking about, or Madeira, sorry. Do you know it's the same? It's apparently the same thing with, with like, uh, colors or chromes that are in like oh. like you know how like rose gold the... was a thing for a little bit it's because in China they had like manufactured a way to do it really cheaply to spray furniture and stuff and like tchotchkes and everything at CB2 that color so then it became like the end thing because everyone can manufacture is that it. how millennial pink yes yeah. it's basically the same millennial thing millennial pink yeah is that what my they purse call is it? millennial pink yeah it was like the hot color that. last year really you never that's like I it's know. blush it's essentially yeah. like a blush I love millennials. My pink. colors are blush and bashful. <laughs> That's so sweet. Oh, Meet me on the porch. Oh, that's what my dog's name is Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> Shelby. Oh no, and it's diabetic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah I, yeah, I put juice in her water bowl. Oh, that's so sweet mm-hmm. of you. And then you, yeah, tell you, her to drink it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Shelbs. Oh, poor Shelby. Mm-hmm. That was um, Julie Roberts. That's the only role I ever liked her in. Oh, yeah. that's not true. Brockovich. <laughs> Oh, no, yeah, she was great. fried green tomatoes, right? Oh, so close. Oh, wait, what? Is she so diabetic close. in more than one movie? Steel Magnolias. Oh, oh, wait, no. Jessica Tandy's in, st- in okay. fried green tomatoes. Yeah. And uh, Kathy Bates. Uh, okay. Yeah, but I wasn't so and he gets far his off foot stuck. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, so so much in the same yeah. genre. Okay. Of very close. Grandma books made into yeah. that was back when you could make a movie like that. It could be popular. That's over. Yeah. That's oh my gosh. god! Right? You can't even make a movie like that anymore. No, please. It'll no one will watch it. You got you got Gracie and Frankie. Nope. That's it. Ah, <laughs> uh, so good though. Grace and Frankie. Grace and Frankie. Yeah. yeah. Gracie and Frankies. Gracie and Frankies. <laughs> Francies and Gracies. Will you tell me what the real Campari drinks are? Oh. Yeah. So Do you the, have any? The one it was spun off of, there was originally, a, the, like, expats in Italy were drinking something they started calling the Americano, which was basically club, clubs. It's almost what we were drinking today. It was Campari, club soda, and uh, sweet vermouth. And then Count Negroni, somehow they started substituting gin. They went something hardcore. <laughs> Wimpy Americans. The Italians went something more hardcore. They put gin instead of club soda. I see. That was the Negroni. Another spin off of that is if you take out the gin and you replace it with a uh, whiskey then you have a boulevardier uh, Ooh. and then you take out the sweet Ooh. vermouth in that and replace it with uh, dry vermouth and you have an old pal which I'm a fan of because it's pal. super dry oh, oh that it's, sounds it's good it's equal parts whiskey dry vermouth and Campari I love it that sounds great right. same thing with coffee Americano is a watered down cappuccino mm-hmm. no watered down espresso, espresso yeah. right so because yeah. for the American troops oh, that's I, why that I love that oh, Americano yeah. that's where that ca- oh, that makes sense yeah. I there screwed up go. some of the facts, but we got there. Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to ask you one last quick one. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Um, when did Campari open its first production plant? What? 1863? <laughs> 1904? No, Thank you. 1904. Yes. You nailed it. Did I remember that right? You did. You got it. Exactly. 1904. For my mom's birthday last year, but Boom. I remember that. Boom on that. Um, what do I get? You get 5,000 points. <gasps> well, That's so exciting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Sean, so you haven't been giving people points I know. Recently. I forgot to give people yeah. points. You know what? I did find this amazing quote about you. I'm going to read real quick because I thought it was so amazing. I don't know if you wrote it, so let me know if you wrote it. Okay. But it said, Aaron is an expert at mixing social commentary, political satire, and frank sexual talk. Hmm. 
into nice, neat little comedy packages. I did write that. Did you write that? Yeah. That is fucking great. It's I, perfect. It's, you do. I, I that, fucking loved that. I was like, yes. Yeah. And like, I, it's so well written. I, I fucking love it. I, I wanted to I'm read so it. I'm so happy to hear that because I was just redoing my bio for this thing that I'm doing. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I'm tired of that. And I was going to take it keep out. It. Oh, really? No, no I, I, keep it? Okay. I loved it. Yeah. Right. I really, I read that. I was like, I was like, oh my God. I love yes. having feedback because it just, you know, yeah. <laughs> makes me not self-doubt. It makes me confident in the choices that I've already made. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's true. It's true. It's true. Thank you. That's yeah. what I think I do. Yeah. No, it, it is what you do. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is what you do. And I was like, that very sums up exactly what you do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I was like, I wonder if she wrote this as I was reading it. Yeah, I of like, course I did. The, pe- the stuff people uh, write about. Oh, so you don't need to uh, hire a company. You've you've got yourself. You got I've, it. I, I, I write yeah. my own stuff. You have all the gold. Just be true, bro. Do you want to hear the worst thing that I, that was ever said about me? Yeah. Okay, so I um, I started Gay of Thrones with my hairdresser, Jonathan Van Ness. Jonathan, I love yeah. Jonathan Van Ness. He's fantastic. And I, so basically how that came about is he was doing my hair and he was trying to tell someone else to watch Game of Thrones and he was saying, calling everybody her and talking about their vests and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, this would be a great show. So I went to Funny or Die and I was like, hey, I want to bring my hairdresser in to do this recap show. And they were like, no one understood what I wanted to do. And I was like, just let me do it. I'm sure I'm, it's going to be great. Let me do it. So then it was, you know, it got really successful. And by successful, I mean, people watched it. Not that I made a lot of money <laughs> yeah. or anybody made any money. Yeah. And um, big company, a fast company, sorry, did a whole a massive spread on us. And I was not interviewed for it. And I was credited under a picture of a hairbrush. What? So it was like Aaron Gibson. Um, hairbrush. Had the had the beginning ideas for this web series. And it was just a, it was under, under a slideshow under a hairbrush. And I was so mad yeah i was so mad because at first i was like oh it's just an article like whatever blah 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 and then i was like no gibson you made this happen you have to write this lady and i just wrote her similar situation about seven i did about seven drafts and i just wrote her a really strong thing about how she was being a bad woman Mm -hmm. and how she was like not helping other women and like Uh. this is really disgusting and she should be ashamed of herself and then she wrote back and said, basically, I'm not sorry, but it was so weird. It was yeah. so weird to have something That's, like that. So yeah. I think you have to, oh God, I hate to bring this full circle, but no, you do have do. to control the way that you present yourself to people because yeah. if you don't sometimes, then they'll just be like, oh, you're not important in this thing or you're not, yeah. you have to be like, no, I worked on this. This was my thing. And that's not just a lesson I learned from that, but lots of stuff. Like, don't take a second seat to stuff that's yours. Don't take a second seat to something you absolutely deserve credit for. And demand that people give you that credit if they're not going to. You always have to be your own advocate um, because there's just – no one's going to think it's as important as you do. Yeah. Oh, man. On that note. um, But don't lie about yourself on Instagram. Don't lie about yourself on Instagram. Well, it sounds like that's what you're – in a good way. We do have one final question and that's, you know, like – What's making you happy? What's making you happy? What's bringing you joy? I've been microdosing marijuana every day (laughs) since January 1st. CBD mix? No. Straight up weed lemonade. Yeah. Like a fucking baby. Yeah. I take a teaspoon every morning. Because I was like, I was like, okay, I think I'm generally an unhappy person. And then I just kind of, speaking of being fake, I like put on a thing when I'm around other people. So I don't have to really talk about it. But I thought, wonder what would happen if I pretended that this was my like Xanax. Yeah. And I just took, I'm not even taking five milligrams. Yeah. I'm taking like three milligrams. And it is a game changer. <laughs> It's a total game changer. Like, I get up at 6.30 a.m. out now. I wow. go to the gym before 8. Like, I'm like, 
the most productive I've ever been. Wow. And, and you, I don't feel manic or anything. In the morning or at night? I, um, well, I think the How way. How did that, you get the idea to do that or was that suggested? I just, I, sm- I do smoke and eat a lot of weed, mm-hmm. but I always reserve it for like, oh, this is my chill out time right. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, what if I just did yeah. a small amount and not have to be like everything all or nothing with right. it? Because I do really believe in the healing powers of marijuana i think it's one of the reasons it hasn't been legalized is because a lot of drug companies don't want you to have it because right. then you can't are you gonna you're not gonna do be on all their stuff yeah and prozac and yeah. all that stuff well butrin so i just was like i don't know let's see if it works and i've been doing it and it is huh? so nice wow it feels really good and yeah. it's making me really happy yeah. And, and it's Good. and I think it's really important not really to do drugs all the time, but <laughs> I think it's important that whatever that thing is that gets you out of your de- like political cloud of depression and like reading news every day because for my job I read so much news yeah. I do all this stuff. Um, as long as you're not hurting yourself or other people, like it's not a problem. I'm yeah. a well beaten user. Yeah. For yeah. years, because it's the one thing that keeps me from being someone who can't get out of bed in the morning. Yes. So, but, yeah, I would consider pot of that, yeah, it's, I do I mean, with that, it's like a very much like a much bigger thing because yeah. then you have to wean yourself off, you know, but. but did you take those edibles? I gave her a bunch of edibles. Yeah. Oh. I gave her some edibles. I, I, I yeah. was he- healing from some broken bones and, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, they, they took the pain <laughs> away for a night. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, it's I, funny I've been doing, I don't think they made me yeah. high. They just, like. Made the pain better yeah. without me having to take the Vicodin that I also had. But, but there is something about like like a smaller dose THC, yeah. like edible, that kind of has yeah. a prolonged effect. I, yeah. CBD oil, CBD doesn't really do anything for me. Of it. But I'll 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 send you a picture of this lemonade because it tastes okay. Yeah. And I'm not. You're, I don't don't ever feel like I'm in danger of taking too much because I literally measure it out every yeah. time. And I've I've been drinking this lemonade for like four years. I used to just gulp it and be like, "Get ready to party!" Uh-huh. And now, and but now I'm just doing regulated version, and I think it's I think it's super consistent. Yeah, nice. yeah. And now everything's like so regulated and stuff. It's kind of great. You're not gonna. It's not like a crapshoot. Like, I'm gonna eat this cookie and let's see what happens. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how many doses it's in. Isn't it? Yeah. That's what's so great about the stuff now is that you know exactly how much you're getting. Yeah. I think you guys should do a spinoff. Let's do it. Just a full weed, a weed spinoff. Weed Cheer, Aaron, thank you so much for you guys, being this here. Is You're fantastic. Great. You're fantastic. Thank you Love so much you. for having yeah. me. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. La, la, la. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Aaron Gibson. Ugh. Oh. And Aaron Gibson, Campari, there's nothing you need. It's such a great combo. It is. It's relaxing. It's perfect. Thank you, UCB. Thank you, Dr. America Comedy for music. Thank you, Thomas Strachey for the graphic. Thank you, wine people. Thank you, Zig, for putting up with us. Yes. <laughs> His, oh, he was like, wait, you were speaking. Uh, we were saying thanks. You were saying thanks. Um, He's here. Yeah. Uh, uh, next week, we have Johnny Meeks. Johnny Meeks, the, the famed UCB. Academic head. Academic so head. That'll be fun. Johnny Meeks is here, you guys. Maybe we'll get, like, a free class. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so, but we'll get to have uh, some damn good times. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, write us all that baloney. Write us a review. Click a thing. Send us a question. Yeah, we still want to know, like, yeah. pricey wines that you're drinking. Yeah. Tell us what you like about the show. Tell yeah. us what you like. Tell us what we need to do less of. That's right. If they were like, outro, get rid of the outro, then we're just like, fuck you. But <laughs> <laughs> the outros are what we live for. Bullshit. Mm. All right, guys. Have a good week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. La, 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 I just la, drink wine. I don't fuck with my pH. I 